Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome to the All In Podcast Show today. I'm excited to introduce you to Muhammad Sadiq. I'm excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, G, having me. <laughs> awesome, man. I appreciate that. So, um, so I always like to uh, kind of jump right into the nitty gritty of like your upbringing, like where you where you grew up and what life was like with your family. Yeah, we have five brothers, two sisters in a remote village, like a countryside in Pakistan. Okay. Middle of nowhere. <laughs> middle of nowhere right yeah so, so what and, was your upbringing like was your family entrepreneurial or yeah they were entrepreneurs they never went to school they were doing the farming for every farmer is an entrepreneur you know they have okay. faced all the challenges right. and our yearly income was in, in today's dollars would be maybe 200 dollars. okay all right so you were living large back then right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and okay. I first one to uh, get to the university degree. I have a master's in computer science mm -hmm. uh, and in our family. So no one else was, you know, kind of going to the college level even, you know. Right. They okay. are up and then they start doing the farming. You join the parents, basically join the club. So you grew up in the family business doing farming as well? Yeah, yeah. Little bit, not much, because I, I used the excuse. I want to continue my studies. They say, oh, yeah, then you're not kind of one of us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're their outcast, right? <laughs> yeah, outcast, yeah. Awesome. So so um, from the time you then, you know, uh, continued your studies, right, uh, what was the next step for you after you completed that? Yeah, just like a study, completely study, you do the job. And job to me is like, uh, some people say just over broke. And so I say you earn while you're learning, you know, so that's mm -hmm. Definition. I went for a few great company in Pakistan. Then I migrated to Canada in 1996. Mm -hmm. Then I worked for Oracle, little company called Oracle mm -hmm. in the U.S. And I worked for them and I got a green card and became a U.S. citizen and voted many times already since then. So, Okay. And uh, 20 years later, I'm a publisher of uh, multiple business magazines, a billionaire mentor magazine, real estate income magazine, and a work from home magazine because I work from home. That's why I have to have a magazine so I can attract the right type of people like Dan, you, and many others who I learned from the best. Right. Okay. So, so now that you had this long, extensive corporate career, right, um, at what point you know, did you make a decision you know, to to start your own business and, you know, the things you start, were passionate about? Uh, that I was in grade eight. Okay. That I need to do something on my own because my parents said, uh, if you want to study law, family, little income, we can't afford the expenses of a study. What you have to do is you have to start earning yourself. You can self-support yourself, self-reliant. Mm -hmm. What I was doing is I was like, you know, like honor student in my little class. So many other parents will say, oh, can you get the marks like Sadiq is getting it? So kind of, they look at look me up and I say, sure, I will be happy to tutor your student, like academy thing, little thing, make like a dollar a month or something, $2 a month. So, and since then I have been earning myself and expand myself. That's the entrepreneurship mind. It's like a virus, you know, that doesn't go away once you have it, you know, you keep expanding, you know that, so. 
Right. I wish in the whole world, not the COVID one, the entrepreneurial virus has it, then we won't have any problem left in the world, you know, because they're not enough entrepreneurs. That's why we have unsolved challenges in our life. You know? Right. So since then, I have been always, even a university degree, and I kind of paid for myself zero loan because it, you don't get the loan in Pakistan for studies. You know, so. Right. Okay. So then, so then here, uh, once you got to the States, right, and uh, you... Um, you know, eventually started something here. What what was the first thing that you started doing on your own? In 1997, mm-hmm. I, I had a partner who was my kind of university fellow, however, 15 years earlier than me. So kind of very much senior to me. And he says, Sadiq, I want you to become my partner in my business, consulting business. And I said, oh, okay, really? thank you. So that's a great offer for me. I'm, I'm just working at, at the job. I will give you a 10% uh, like a shares, uh, like a partnership in the company. And I, uh, his name was Kafil. I say, Kafil, <clears throat> how can I, what I have to do to earn the 50%, you know, I, I want to be equal. I'm not asking, give me 50%, otherwise I won't work with you. I said, just tell me what are the milestones I have to achieve so I become your equal partner. And six months later, we were equal partners. Wow. Okay. So investment needed to start that business was $694. Guess what? I did not have the credit card. He paid on his own American Express. I still remember that. So we sold oh, wow. millions of dollars and we sold the company for in 2008. We were partnered together for 12 years. Nice. Right. Here's the best part. We're still a friend. Just you know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good because some partnerships don't end like that, right? <laughs> I, I tell people when I'm working with someone, my goal is we are a friend now. If we can't keep a friendship, even though we end up in aparting our kind of whatever the destination is, if we can't maintain the friendship, I'm deciding it right now. That's my exit strategy. If we can't keep a friendship, I don't want to get into business with you for anything. Does not matter what the cost is. Right. That's 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 a beautiful uh, place to be when you when you can you know when when you value those relationships more than you know any money you can make. I have I've done so many partnerships in real estate, shopping center, uh, like a restaurant, car wash, you name it. I've done so many serial entrepreneurs. You know. Right. And all of those people I work with, uh, I would say 99% they are still my friend. Nice. There's always a one which you don't want to keep it to yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So. So um, what has been your focus? Like, you know, since you, you've had all these different businesses and you've been successful at some, so what, you know, how do you, how do you choose? Like for people that are listening to this to say like, you know, uh, what do I do? Or, you know, how do I, how do I decide on what, you know, who to partner with, what type of business to be involved in? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a relationship focus. Mm-hmm. If someone does not value the relationships, I don't want to be part of it. That's the number one. Irrespective of the niche, niche doesn't really matter. If you want to sell air, is a clean air, making a solution to a problem, right. invite me, I will be in. Does, because that niche does not affect me at all. I've done mm-hmm. car washes and I'm, I didn't car wash myself. I had the car washes in the business. And I'm an Amazon influencer on the other side. I sold on Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. and e-commerce businesses and real estate and shopping like you know big real estate properties in all over in us and also in pakistan right so all of the above as far as legal ethical solving a real challenge and it's impacting someone life on the other side nice okay in a very positive way not like uh, who is going to buy as an example i'm the author of new, new success secrets 
Mm-hmm. Someone asked, mostly if you, when you ask an author a question, who is the ideal reader for your book? It's everybody. I run away from that right away. Why? Because you don't even know who is going to read. How you can write the book which you, is going to impact everybody. Even Jesus could not write a Bible who was everybody, was not meant for everybody. I'm not being religious here. Right. Reason is not everybody in the world is a Christian. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. Totally agree. Uh, good. So, so with your journeys with these businesses, let's let's jump into the nitty gritty of of some of the challenges. Like, what's one of the biggest challenges you've ever had to face, and and uh, what did you do to overcome it? The biggest challenge was when I was in college, mm-hmm. and I was even though I was tutoring, I did not have the money to kind of support enough. College was kind of expensive, just like in the U.S. Relative term, we are talking about. I had to live in a mosque, like a church. Okay. So I could not pay the rent because I don't have to pay the rent anymore. You know, mm, right? So my rent was zero for two years, not for like one day or two days, not for one week. So that's a, if you look at the overcome. Of course, the challenge was I had no money to actually survive, and still I want to continue my education. Solution was choose to live in a mosque. Right. So that's a, like a, in. So I'm mentally trained myself self-training to overcome any challenge you can even think of in a, in a business yeah you don't know how to raise money uh, guess what have a mentor who has done it for many others i have mm-hmm. a right now my mentor is a 10 billion dollar guy owns 160 miles of beachfront properties in us and around the world and 48 businesses including a railroad wild animal park hospital insurance company i don't know the other names yet okay right. Now we are building a safe city in, in Texas and Tennessee, 8,500 acres, like a private mall. However, as like a city level, it's a private, you can't have no rights of any kind because it's a private property. And mm-hmm. that, that's a concept I'm working on. So the, the overcoming a challenge, we will always face a challenge irrespective of what we do and how many times we do it. Level of challenge will be different. Right. So you always have a mentor who can pull you out from that, who has actually walked other people out of that situation before. The real question becomes, how do you really pick a right mentor for yourself? Right. So then people like G, they are the mentors. That's it. They have done it before you. And they have walked out of many people after very similar situations like you are in right now. That's why that's I interview my mentors before I pick them. Hmm. That's good. That's the key. Right. So, so what, is, what is the, uh, the drive for you? Like what, you know, you get involved in all these, you know, you have all these successful businesses and things you're involved in with partners and, you know, some probably maybe on your own, right? So what, you know, what drives you? Obviously being an entrepreneur, you want to be profitable, but you know, what's the, what's the cause behind it? Cause is to impact others' life. Mm-hmm. I have trained over 200,000 people in Pakistan by sitting on the same, like a Zoom session and similar setting on the same chair train 200,000 people out of 200,000, probably five to 10% are making thousands of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Imagine that someone is living in a, someone's place at a rental place and they don't even have a money for a Wi-Fi for internet connection. They're sharing from their neighbor right. in a remote city. Now married kid own the home and have his own car. Nice. That is the impact. And you, you, gee, you may have no idea that he is serving people like you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. yeah. 
so that that is just like one example like in in pakistan the family is like a, the, like a woman oh you can't go outside and you cover your you know head like not every family is like that however there is a culture and the religion part is also part of it mm-hmm. and many of those like uh, they have masters degrees because of the social and religious thing they can't go out and work right that's what they have uh, like a doctor degree even uh, like uh, they are like a medical doctor however they are not practicing and the whole degree is almost a waste if you don't put knowledge in a practice guess what happened it goes waste so we train them hey you already know so much you are a subject matter expert of x why can't you start writing a content on that topic for people like ge and everything else mm-hmm. uh, as a ghost writer for them you know you are making money right. and plus you are you feel fulfilled otherwise you will be depressed you can't spend a whole life i went for 16 years in in a college and then guess what oh no i'm married and i can't do anything you know that's a depressing itself look at what happened in covid time you know so we have like empowered thousands of thousands of uh, girls like that one you know mm-hmm. that's the impact we want to drive and we want to leave a better place people get to see a light at the end of the tunnel now empowering them really get get rid of the poverty circle and at the same time they see a hope they don't end up in being recruited by wrong people it's our common cause you know Right. That's good. So I, I like that, you know, uh, that impact driven, you know, message and you're taking back to your, you know, your mother country to, you know, to help those in need there and make them, you know, obviously see things a little differently. So, um, so from a, um, uh, obviously you're changing the world in that way. So what's the bigger vision for you over the course of, you know, the rest of your life? What, what What's the legacy that you want to leave behind? Uh, my legacy will be should be and i'm working on it mm-hmm. it should be that anyone who really want to work they have heard a message from me mm-hmm. at least from my own motherland from pakistan hey i have a desire to work and here is this help available that's all recorded it's all gone live in youtube and facebook and probably other platforms later beyond me they can still use it and create a little lifestyle for themselves Right. And COVID has taught everything is possible online. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. So from a um, perspective of someone's listening to this um, and, you know, they're maybe in a place where they may have something going for them or they're just starting out, right? What would be one thing that you would want to share with them today? Be a relationship focused and be a person of a value. you should be in a position client can fire you before they hire you even hmm. and they should not even bring and oh my god i lost a client no way because your confidence level is not a over confidence your confidence level is so sound because you are a person of value and people only buy no like and trust and offer a value no like trust is not enough hmm. value has to be so strong and your product has to be good otherwise you should not be selling it at the first place you know right <laughs> focus on relationships and not transaction because if you don't have a relationship you will have never a transaction i have thought through many somebody bought 82 dollar from me mm-hmm. online i bought something for 72 and sold for 82 i made a whopping 10 dollar and once i built the relationship i made a hundreds of thousands of dollar from the same relationship missing right. was the relationship more the deeper the relationship is your dollar size keep going up and up is that true right yes absolutely yeah By the way, 
and should, don't work alone. Always work in a team. And that's why I have the book, New Success Secrets, How to Build, Run, and Manage Unstoppable Success Teams. Your team is going to drive the results you are looking for. Don't beat yourself on yourself, okay? You are a leader of your business and your team, you should be not the smartest person in the room. Right. You are working for your team. Once you can get this into this head, this few inches, mm -hmm. your life will change. Nice. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. So I, I love the way you just position that. So it's great. Um, great advice uh, because I think a lot of times people chase the money in business, right? And, uh, and forget that, you know, it is really about relationships, you know, especially in the types of industries we're involved in. Uh, you know, it's really important. And I think sometimes, you know, a lot of times it's overlooked, right? As you probably have experienced, right? Yeah. So, so as we um, get ready to wind down here, I, I, I have, uh, I guess, a couple questions because I know you probably have had many, you know, um, uh, repositionings or setbacks, right? Um, or, you know, uh, and because of your mindset, you know, you know, focusing on solutions, right? You're able to come up with a, a challenge, but was there ever a time where maybe something didn't work? Right. And, you know, failed business or failed, you know, a failed, I know you mentioned something about maybe the one, one potential partner that <laughs> is not a friend anymore. Um, but, you know, is there, is there something that you would want to share with people around that? Like, if I document all of them, I need to write multiple books. This is right. how many times I've <laughs> okay. The issue is people don't want to hear the failure story. They want to learn this. Oh, tell me your success story. Right. Success is the result of many, 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 many failures. Right. And if you take my success story, try to even duplicate it, even with, with or without my permission, the result will be failure. Why? Because you don't know how you get there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one particular one, the person who uh, I was in real estate, I'm still in real estate, but with a different partners. That's the difference only. And the person, you know, the con people, hey, invest with me, I will do this. And then at the end, the investment ran away, you know. And that was a few hundred thousand dollars. So it's probably not a big money. However, for many, it's a lot of money. Mm. And I do not, even though I may end up in picking up the wrong partner, my first strategy to look at that is how I'm going to recover this money before I even put my first dollar. If that is not clear to me, I won't be investing with it, irrespective of the amount. It could be a million dollars, it could be a dollar. My strategy is how I'm going to grab my principal back What's the path look like? Legally, no, it's not a threat. Legally, ethically, everything, all on paper. If I can't recover it, even a 1% risk, I won't be doing it. Mm -hmm. I did with him. We, I was 25% partner, he was 25% partner, and somebody else was 50% partner. And of course, con person will do their job, you know, whatever, which, that's my lack of knowledge, how to overcome that. Here's what happened. I had the, his 25% partnership was assigned to me the moment he default out on that one. Pre-signed. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it's like a bank. Bank will foreclose your property. That's exactly what that was. You know, they sign you sign it when you take the mortgage. It's not like when they're, they're trying to go after you. You already pre-signed everything. Right. So that pre for $100,000, just as an example, I, I don't remember the exact numbers. It was a few hundred thousand dollars. I was able to get many times more money from that equity. And of course I made very good money. So no fear of negatives. If you want, I always look into it's a negative part in my life. However, I had planned it already, not because of me, I'm smart. Don't look at me, the guy has passed away. 
the T. Kathauser. He told me this, and he was author of 57 books. So that's a deep knowledge he had. It. He was my mentor for 15 years. All right. So, and he said, do it this way. You won't fail. You know what? Damn, it worked out exactly the way he, he put it together. All right. That's great. So um, thank you for sharing that because I think it's important, you know, for people to hear that, you know, you, in order for you to succeed, you know, you're going to have to take steps. And some of those steps might be, you know, backward steps at times where it might feel like that, right? <laughs> um, but in reality, it's, there's lots of lessons to be learned. And, you know, having a mentor obviously helps you accelerate that process and, you know, and, and, and all that. So that's great. So um, as we close out here, you know, how do people find out more about you, Sadiq? Meet Sadiq.com. M E E T Sadiq S I D D I Q U E.com forward slash C. You can go on meetsadiq.com and see the website. If you want to connect with me, just put a slash C. You will see every possible option. You can connect with me on any platform, including my phone number, including sending a private message, including scheduling a call with me, including anything you, you can imagine. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to be here today. I appreciate you sharing your message and the impact you're having in the world. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you being here. Keep shining. All right. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.